Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's up, Rebels? Hope you're having a great week. Have a great 4th of July. Ooh-wee. We got some good pod today for you. Nancy Alcorn is on a Moms on the Mic edition today. Today's sponsor is Save the Storks at SaveTheStorks.com, my favorite pro-life organization. My goodness, do I love these people. They have been helping young women in unplanned pregnancies for almost seven years now. Over four out of five women choose life after seeing an ultrasound and hearing a heartbeat on one of their stork buses, which are mobile ultrasound units. They partner with other pregnancy resource centers to provide help for those in need right where they're at. Mm, Love those guys. Savethestorks.com is their website. Fourth of July this week, I'm so excited. I am smoking a 17-pound brisket. That's right. I'm smoking a 17-pound brisket. My first time, I'm super nervous. I've been watching a thousand YouTube videos about it. So uh, you can watch all the festivities on our Instagram page at uh, Rebel Parenting, at Rebel Parenting, or my personal one, at James Ryan Dobson. It'll be on Facebook as well. We are going to have tons of fun. Let's jump into the pod today. Here is a Moms on the Mic episode with Nancy Alcorn, the Atomic Mom, Producer K. Man, what a great story of transformation right here on Rebel Parenting. Here we are. Hello. (laughs) Moms on the Mic. Moms. Yes. And we are here this morning with Nancy Alcorn. We are very blessed to have her on our show today and uh, just to hear and see what she's doing. And she has written an amazing book called Treatment Over Transformation, which is just perfect, right up our alley here at Rebel Moms. Yes. And so we can't wait to dive in and just start talking with Nancy about all that's going on in her life this morning. Yeah. Nancy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself to the moms? Okay. Hey, everybody. It's so great to be on the show, and I I love what you guys are doing, and it's an honor. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I started Mercy Multiplied uh, 36 years ago. Wow. Oh and, my. And yeah, so we have, we have multiple residential facilities across the United States and in Europe and New Zealand, Canada. And we basically, after working for the government for eight years, I realized that God has not anointed the government to heal broken hearts and set mm. captives free when they prevent you from telling about the only one who can heal broken hearts mm. and, and give a new life and new beginnings and forgive sin and all that. So, yeah. so I started a program, uh, first facility. I, I, even though I grew up in Tennessee, I went to Louisiana to start the first one. That's kind of a long story, but sh- clear direction from the Lord to go there. And Basically, we take in young women between the ages of 13 and 32 Mm. who have issues such as addictions, unplanned pregnancy, eating disorders, Mm self-harm, girls who are even like heroin and meth and cocaine. I mean, we've just seen God deliver so many girls who are suicidal, battling with severe depression, um, Basically, any issue that any young woman might be going through between the ages of 13 and 32, and we are completely faith-based with no government funding, Christ-centered, 
and we take young women in from all 50 states in the United States absolutely free of charge. The average length of stay is about six months, and the girls have to want help. They have to want to come because you can't make someone want to change. Yeah. So free of charge. Absolutely. And that's been an exercise of a lot of faith. But when I first started in 1983, God was so faithful to show me. He said, if you will do these three things, and I wrote it down. It was like one of those moments in prayer where God was just speaking. And I wrote it down. He said, if you will do these three things, I will see to it that every need is met. The first thing was take the young women in free of charge because most of them could not pay. And even if they can they need to know that it's not about their parents' checkbook. It's about their mm, life. Wow. Yeah. And that you genuinely care and you're not trying to make money off their problem because that's what treatment programs do. They charge $1,000, mm. $2,000 a day. Yeah, wow. for the racket. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then secondly, the Lord showed me, I want your needs will be met through your giving. So in other words, at you, you tithe as an individual, but I want you to tithe as an organization. So 10% of everything that comes into us goes out to other ministries that are helping hurting people. We've had been able over the years to build orphanages in other countries and some things like that, that we're involved with because we are very much aware that we're not the only one that's doing great things. And we want to invest in other ministries that are doing great things. So God said, your needs will be met through your giving. So tithe as an organization, and then I will touch the hearts of people to help, uh, and support you in that same way, given it shall be given. So yeah. then the third thing God showed me is don't ever take any government funds or any money that will mm. restrict the freedom to share Christ because apart from Christ, there is no such thing as a transformed life. Wow. That's fantastic. So, Truly. so being faithful to those three things, yes. all of our buildings are debt free. It's amazing. We we stay on our prayer closet a lot, believe in God for the funds. <laughs> yeah. But we believe in paying our, we have master's level counselors, the uh, license, the, the one that runs our counseling department has her doctorate degree. So she oversees all of our counseling in the United States. And we believe in paying people. If you want good people, you got to pay them what they're worth. And we believe in paying them the same salaries that they could make at a, 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 a comparable secular treatment program somewhere. So we, we endeavor to be excellent and everything. And God has been absolutely amazing in the way he's provided. So, so we're always believing for the next payroll. And I was used 36 years ago when I first started, I thought this is going to change one day, but it really hasn't ever changed. It just gets bigger, <laughs> Oh my goodness! but it keeps me trusting God. And yeah. I also realized that Jesus Christ said, I am the same yesterday, today and forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I thought if he, he did it yesterday, he's going to do it today and he's going to do it tomorrow. Wow. So encouraging. You have been in the trenches for many, many years, Nancy, right? I have, and I've had so much fun watching God do what only God can do. I bet. I bet. How cool. Yeah, that's very exciting and encouraging. You're kind of doing what we dream of doing. Right. Yes. And just hearing your story and how God has been faithful is just inspiring to keep going and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. We just want to dive in. Like, is there any stories that we could just want to start with stories? Yeah. Women that you've helped, I mean, I just feel like we relate to stories. I relate to stories when mm-hmm. I hear someone's transformation and um, it inspires me to get clearer and get get with Jesus for yes. that transformation yes. in my life. Totally. 
Well, this new book that I've written, Treatment or Transformation, I'm sure you guys know, Treatment yes. or Transformation, 13 Real Stories Why You Can't Argue with the Changed Life. Mm-hmm. You guys are probably aware because you focus on parenting that about two or three years ago, there was a Netflix series released called 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. And it was about a high school girl who went through so much stuff. I mean, today's generation with cell phones and the internet and Mm. all the various ways that people can send out Mm -hmm. even bullying through the internet, all the things that people go through and then pictures get sent out to everyone in school or text out to everyone in school. And Mm -hmm. so there was just so much, I want to say, first of all, parents, if you've got a young daughter, you do not want them to watch this series. I want to start by saying that. I have a 12 year old. So because no, you don't want them to watch it because, because I'm only talking about it. And I'm going to explain why I watched it. Okay. And mm. um, I was actually, I got a phone call a couple of years ago from a friend of mine who also works with young girls in the state of Florida. And she said, have you watched this Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why? And I said, no, I haven't. Mm. She goes, well, you need to. And she said, you need to. You don't want to encourage other people to watch it that have ki- young kids. You don't want mm. that. But she said, the reason you need to watch it is because every girl, young girl that I work with, I guarantee uh, they they have watched it. Oh. And every girl that walks through the doors of mercy, I guarantee you that they've watched it. Wow. And she said, and everything in the series is what you deal with every day. And it's what the girls have been through before they get to you. Mm. And you need to watch it. So I did. And it's like 12 one-hour uh, programs. And basically this girl went through so much of what I mentioned that she ended up taking her own life while she was in high school. And then it shows all that her parents went through all the heartbreak and she left behind 13 recordings for 13 different people that she basically held responsible for her decision. And she had a friend make sure they all had to listen to it. So, so it's, it's not a true story. It was done based on a book. Mm-hmm. But when I read it, it, it put a whole new depth of compassion in me for what these kids go through today because mm-hmm. of cell phones, because of the internet, because of all the stuff that can get passed around. And it showed scenes of like high school athletes at parties, you know, drugging girls and taking advantage of them and their drug induced state. Mm-hmm. And it's just filled with the reality of a lot of what goes up in today's society and yet it left me feeling somewhat angry because there was no resolution mm-hmm. there was no hope yeah i mean the girl took her life her family's heartbroken friends are heartbroken and it's just like crazy mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay so when i started praying about the new book i didn't feel like i wanted to call attention to the series i just wanted to answer it yeah mm. oh that's great that's awesome because it's just left hanging out there and yeah. all these yeah. young people have watched it and, and if i knew how i would i would put a free copy of this book in every hand of every person that's ever watched that story but basically mm-hmm. i was inspired to share 13 real stories of young women mm. who experienced a very different outcome than the girl featured in 13 reasons why simply because they chose to reach out for help yes so it's a very faith building book most of the girls in the, had ser- in the book had serious suicide attempts for all kinds of different reasons mm. 
and and yet because they chose to reach out for help they experienced amazing life transformations and now they're out there doing great things for god and have families and children and you know we, we pick stories of girls that have walked it out for a while so that we could highlight the mm. longevity of the change mm. oh that's yeah. good uh, so what are can you share uh one of the reasons or the people's stories so that we can sure. get a tangible yeah look into it absolutely well I'm going to share one of the more severe ones, but we also on purpose put a couple of stories in there of young women who came from Christian families that were very stable mm-hmm. because we wanted parents to know that just because you provide a stable, wonderful Christian home doesn't mean that your child is not going to face challenges in today's world. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for doing so that. What this, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, and, and that it's not your fault. Like, for example, one girl that we highlighted, uh, her name is Heather. And I'm going to tell you about another girl named Nikki that's much more, was much more severe. But Heather, you know, had this great life and she went off to college and she ended up uh, getting raped at a party. And she said, I knew I should not go to this party, but you know, she had lived somewhat of a sheltered life and just wanted to experience a little bit of what it would like to be, you know, party at college. Mm -hmm. She ends up getting raped at college. She didn't tell anyone. And she ends up as a result of that going into a full blown eating disorder. Mm -hmm. She was very close with her mom and dad, but she didn't tell them right away. And, her life just spiraled out of control and she ended up Mm. having to drop out of college. And so someone, uh, you know, we call ourselves mercy multiplied for a reason, but someone who had graduated from mercy knew her situation. said, this is where you need to go for help. Mm. And so she came to us and of course her parents were blaming themselves for, Mm. and trying to figure out what did we do wrong? What I would like to say to parents that are listening to this is it may mean you did something right because we know that Satan comes to kill, steal, and to destroy <laughs> yeah. and that he targets the lives of young people that have greatness in them mm-hmm. yes. to try to stop that potential from being fulfilled. For sure. Mm. And that's what happened with Heather. And and long story short, she ended up graduating our program completely healed from the eating disorder. She completed her college degree mm. and, and she's happily married today and mm-hmm. she has been uh, working full time with Ramsey Solutions, my dear friend Dave oh, Ramsey, his oh, company. Yeah. How cool! That's amazing. For about six years. So, okay. Nikki, Nikki, on the other hand, uh, her story is in the book, and she had she was sexually abused, you know, before she ever started uh, kindergarten. She had mm-hmm. been through sexual abuse at a very young age, mm-hmm. and then she got. Uh, her parents got divorced when she was eight years old and it absolutely rocked her world. So she started looking for ways to numb the pain from the, from both the abuse and the parents divorce. So at age 10, she started skipping meals, purging, exercising excessively. So that's, it's getting more and more uh, prevalent in today's society that these kids are developing eating disorders at a younger age. And and that's Mm. what happened with her. And then when she was 13, she began to self-harm, started drinking, smoking pot, uh, being sexually active in middle school at age 13. Mm. And so mm. her mother knew that things were really wrong and, you know, her whole personality changed. So they took her to a psychiatrist 
and they told her she was bipolar and they gave her uh, prescribed uh, psychotropic drugs, medications that would kind of numb her to some of the pain. Mm. But she still hadn't told anyone at this point about the sexual abuse. Mm. So anyway, then she got into high school and she was raped by a male friend, someone that she considered a friend. He ended up raping her Mm. and she just spiraled out of control and it was she had uh, her first suicide attempt happened right after that and that started a whole cycle of her going through hospital visits Mm -hmm. meaning psychiatric wards residential treatment programs psychiatric units group homes Mm -hmm. the doctors flooded her with uh, more medications for anorexia bulimia addiction borderline personality disorder anxiety disorder obsessive compulsive disorder i mean all these labels yeah and all these psychotropic drugs and then at age 21 nikki got tired of all the psychotropic drugs and being in and out of hospitals and she decided if i'm going to be do drugs i'm going to do real drugs so she got addicted to cocaine and heroin and then she became a prostitute to support her habit And so she was, her mother didn't know where she was most of the time. Her mother told me out of desperation, I actually prayed that Nikki would die because she was so miserable Mm. and she tried to kill herself so many times. Mm. So multiple suicide attempts. Nikki was in 43 different treatment facilities over 106 times. Wow. Whoa. And would and she and she nearly had a fatal overdose and that shook her enough for her to consider getting help. And once again one of our graduates told her that you need to go to Mercy. Nikki was from uh Boston. Mm. So she checked us out and she was on 14 different psychotropic drugs when she walked through our door. So we were literally dealing with the girl who was, we have psychiatrists who are Christians that work alongside us in every place where we have a location. Mm-hmm. And they understand as, as spiritual things are dealt with and as, as you know, the choice for forgiveness is made that they begin to cut back the medications little by little, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that, we can talk to the real person and not just always be trying to get to Nikki through all the drugs that are masking the pain. Yeah. So they work with us in that way, which is great. And uh, so as Nikki began to deal with stuff in one-on-one in counseling, she was, as she committed to cry, she chose to forgive. I mean, this is a process of several months, yes. but yeah. that, she was in that process and she, and what she committed to Christ, she realized that it was not, God's plan for her to get sexually abused as a little girl that as angry as she was about that, God was even more angry mm-hmm. and that it was, that was not from God. That was from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And she was the victim of someone else's bad choice. And then she was also the victim of some of her own bad choices, but either way, God loved her and he wanted to meet her right where she was. So mm-hmm. she began to really believe that she chose to forgive herself. She chose to forgive God. She chose to forgive the people that had abused her uh, and forgave her parents for getting a divorce. I mean, she just went through this whole process. And bottom line, by the time she left Mercy, she was on zero medications. Zero. Oh, that's fantastic. She uh-huh. stayed in and she came uh, into the home in 2012. 
So she stayed in Nashville for a while, coached gymnastics, mm-hmm. served as a youth leader in her church. She went on a couple of overseas missions trips to uh, places like Africa and China. Mm-hmm. And then five years to the day after she graduated Mercy, she decided to move back to Boston and to attend Gordon College. Mm-hmm. And so she is graduating this year Yay. with a degree in so with a degree in social work. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's cool. amazing. Uh, and then she's, and she's already applied to go to graduate school because she wants to get her master's and maybe come back and be a counselor with Mercy. Yeah. Uh, but she has, uh, she's going to write a book about her life mm. and she wants her, her, her dream, which she shared with me is she wants to open a Mercy multiplied home in New England that she can work with. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, what a story. Yeah, I mean, it and her, feels... And her mother, her mother, after Mercy, her mother was not a believer. Huh. But she she, she basically came, had a Catholic upbringing, but had no personal relationship with Christ at mm-hmm. all. So Nikki brought her, we have what we call, we have an outreach program too, and we have what we call freedom experiences where people register and come for a couple of days. So she brought her mother to one of our freedom experiences, and, and when we... Uh, and we did an altar call, and her mother came forward and gave her life to Christ. So mm-hmm. they have that in common now, and God has done a great healing in their relationship. And her mother is absolutely blown away at the power of God to deliver and heal and restore Nikki's life. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Save the Storks. Save the Storks helps moms with an unplanned pregnancy. And that's my story. I was an unplanned pregnancy. My birth mom was 16 and faced an uphill battle. And a pregnancy resource center in her area helped her carry me all the way to fruition and then helped adopt me into my family. And Save the Storks helps pregnancy resource centers across the country with stork buses providing mobile ultrasound machines where four out of five moms choose life after seeing their baby on an ultrasound and hearing the heartbeat. Over 6,000 babies have been saved on stork buses. Please support Save the Storks with your prayers and visit savethestorks.com to become a monthly sponsor. Join the movement and help us revolutionize the meaning of pro-life. For more information, visit savethestorks.com. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? And to know that you're at Mercy Multiplied, all of those stories can feel so heavy. Mm. And yet there's this beautiful pendulum swing of how much God's going to use all of that to help heal others. So I love that she's going to write a book and Mm -hmm. she wants to be a social worker. That's awesome. I know. Isn't that great? I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that's just one of many stories that you guys oh, get. Yeah. At- it's one it's one of many and we had a hard time narrowing it down to thirteen because we really have had so many like thousands and thousands and thousands of young women over the years who have in very similar situations have graduated from Mercy and gone on to do great things. And about five years ago we were we were initially called Mercy Ministries and about five years ago we changed our name to Mercy Multiplied because of the multiplication factor of what the girls end up 
doing with their lives mm-hmm. once they get set free. You get set free, you want to set other people free. Yep. And they use their stories, you know, to do that and to show that with God that it, there's nothing impossible. And it, it just builds faith in people. And that's what I hope this book will do is build faith yeah. in the lives of people who are out there and feel hopeless. You read these stories, it's gonna you're going to know if God can change this person, he can change me. Mm-hmm. And hopefully for parents that, that will read this book, that if they're believing for someone in their family or someone that maybe they know that lives in their neighborhood and it appears hopeless, this book will build faith to believe and pray for God to do a miracle. Mm-hmm. And because we're free of charge and because we take young women from all across the United States, hopefully this book will also be a catalyst to get more girls to apply and decide to come into the program and deal with their issues. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would love to sit there for a second. You talked about um, people earlier wanting to want to get better, wanting, wanting the help. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, Um, I know there's certain things that I desire for my children and one of them would be transformation and having freedom in their issues and their stories and who they are. What would you say to the parents that are out there that are having the teenagers or because we get all the emails of, you know, Mm -hmm. of hearing of similar stories. Yeah. What would you say to those parents that are out there that are still hoping for their children to want to get better? that are just stuck in the trenches. Well, first of all, I, I mean, obviously there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I would want to say is not to allow the enemy to, uh, uh, he's the, we know that, that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. That's his job, but don't allow the enemy to tell you what a horrible parent you are mm-hmm. because maybe you haven't, there is no perfect parent. Like I said, there's no perfect person, yeah. but God's grace is there to enable you to connect with your child. Hopefully I would, I would say, don't, don't go there. Don't make it about you, but make it about your child. Mm. Believe, believe in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Try to keep the communication lines open, mm-hmm. learn to listen and, and to respond, not to react. It's a big one. Yes. But it's it's important that they feel unconditional love from you because we know in the word of God that that's the one thing that God says that will never love never fails. Love never fails. Yeah. And it's amazing how God can work in a child's life when they believe that their parents are willing to love them where they are and accept them where they are and like be in it with them. Mm. And. And, and if you if you need to have hope built in you or faith built in you, that things will change. I believe this book would help you do that. And if there's anybody out there, you're like, I can't even right now, I can't even afford to buy a book. I mean, our website is mercymultiplied.com. If you send me an email, I'll mail the book to you free of mm. charge. That's how badly I want people to know that, wow. that, that help is available. Thank you, Nancy. That's awesome. That's a huge resource. Mm-hmm. So, wow, I have a question. What are you seeing? Because you've done this for 36 years. That's a long time. Have Is there trends that you're seeing more of now as we're hitting, you know, 2015 onward that you see more uh, of? There, there's no question. Okay. I, I'll, I'll oh. tell you when, when 36 years ago, when we first started, 
we would have a girl who would walk through the doors that maybe been through a lot of sexual abuse mm-hmm. or maybe a girl who had been a prostitute because she was drug addicted mm-hmm. and young women facing unplanned pregnancies. We had a lot of that because we felt like our job was to provide a practical way that a girl who was in the situation could choose life, mm-hmm. not just say abortion is wrong, yeah. but provide a place where they can come and, and receive the kind of care they need. Yeah. So it used to be somebody would walk in and they would have like one issue, maybe two. Mm-hmm. But fast forward all these years later, and it's not uncommon for a girl to walk through the door that has every single thing that we deal with. Wow. wow. You know, she she an eating disorder who's been sexually abused or sex trafficked, who has an addic- a severe addiction, who has c- tried to commit suicide. I mean, side, I mean You'll see the multiple layers of the issues and in, in the stories in this book, mm-hmm. Treatment or Transformation, in these 13 stories. Mm-hmm. So everything's just been sped up. Yes, everything's been sped up. Instead of being one or two issues, it's multiple issues, mega layers of trauma, just trying to to cope with what they've been through. And, and also, I, you know, I know you guys are the experts in this. But uh, as far as family issues, but we know the divorce rate has escalated and the lack of the family unit staying together has played into a lot of the issues being multiplied and magnified. But I have found out that God's power to heal and restore has been multiplied and magnified as dark as the issues are and as deep as they may go. Mm -hmm. God's love and his power is just that much greater to deal with it. For sure. Well, and you think about what you had said earlier about the woman of just, you know that there's a greatness in the woman when the enemy attacks after her so hard. Mm -hmm. And how cool to just apply that to what you were just saying of even though you know, 13 to 32 year olds may be struggling with so much more that there's such a greater calling on, on that generation. Mm. Absolutely. And I, I believe that we're living in a day, you know, we know that the Bible says that when the darkness gets dark, the light gets brighter. Yep. And I think that these young people are hungry to see the miraculous power of God at work. Mm-hmm. And when they come in and experience it, then they, they have a desire to go out and share it. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that also that, you know, the Bible says that that the time will come when people will say the call evil good and good evil. Well, we know we're living in that time right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're on a mission to be able to speak the truth and to share of these amazing things that only God can do with people so that it will give them hope. Because, you know, if you, if we allow ourselves to look around at everything that's going on, it could cause us to go into a state of hopelessness, but we need to, we encourage the girls to share their stories and, you know, obviously use wisdom because there's some things that do not need to be shared, Mm. but that in revelation, we know it says that, that we overcome Mm. by the blood of the lamb and by the word or the power of our testimony. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that verse. And we also help other people overcome by doing that as well. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I think one final question. Mm-hmm. Is there a resource for boys in this age group? You know, uh, we actually, there's there's local and there's national. Two places that I think highly of, we have a, a place for young men 
and and they operate like we do. You have to want to be there. It's called Narrowgate. Narrowgate. And it's it's in the Nashville area. Okay. However, there is a Teen Challenge program in Minneapolis, Minnesota that is huge. Okay. I mean, it is huge. They ha- they teach men of all ages. They start age thirteen all the way up. You can even be as old as fifty. Mm-hmm. But that but they are primarily. Uh, for helping young men get set free of, of addictions, mm-hmm. but they deal with other life controlling issues as well, such as pornography. Yeah. And yeah. they are probably the best teen challenge center for men that I have ever seen. That's where we refer to. I mean, they have a big old campus. They can work with hundreds of guys at one time. And, and yet again, the guy has to want to be there. Yes. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so where can everybody find your book mm-hmm. and more about uh, your organization? Okay. Well, our website, of course, all of our resources are avail- available on our website, including how to get into the program. And that is that website is mercymultiplied.com. Okay. The book is also available at, on Amazon, so you can get it through our website or at Amazon, it's available in Kindle, and I also did an audio book as well. Oh, great. Nice. All right. MercyMultiplied.com. You can find out how to get in the program, mm. how to get the resources, how to become a monthly partner if you want to do that. Like, it's all everything that you need to know. And there's also video testimonies posted online of some of these girls telling their stories. So that's yeah. a real powerful resource for parents that may have someone struggling too. Yeah. Definitely. And I encourage anybody who's listening on Moms on the Mic, if you know another mom or parent that has a daughter that is struggling, will you please send them this information, Mm -hmm. themercymultiplied.com, this book, again, Treatment or Transformation by Nancy Alcorn. I mean, what an incredible resource to have Mm -hmm. um, in a direction to point somebody. You just... Sometimes you're like, I don't yes. even know <laughs> what to do. Yeah, so. you answered many questions, I think, that some of us are struggling with of having a place for people to go. Right. That's great. Yeah. Well, you know, also, if you go to our website, we have a phone number on there. and We, we don't mind phone calls either if people would rather talk to someone. Oh, perfect. so helpful. Well, Nancy, right. I'm just super impressed and just so thankful for what you're doing and being faithful to the call on your life. I mean, it's just encouraging to mm-hmm. us so thank you yes well you guys are encouraging to me too and i'm glad you're doing what you're doing because so many families need what you guys offer mm. through all of your podcast <laughs> and mm. and everything you're doing so Thanks, thank you for letting me be one of the many voices of awesome. course well thank you thanks moms on the mic for listening that's right Thanks for listening, Rebels. Thanks to Nancy for coming on Moms on the Mic. Thanks to Laura and Kristen for that great interview. Thanks to our sponsor, The Voice of the Martyrs, helping those being persecuted for our gospel for more than 50 years around the world. Persecution.com is their website. And Blinkist.com slash Rebel Parenting. Blinkist does 15-minute blinks. These are little short summaries of nonfiction books. I've been reading Good to Great, uh, Start with Why, a couple of Tony Robbins, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And it really gives you a great idea of if you want to read the rest of the book or if you've gotten what you needed from it. It's Blinkist.com slash Rebel Parenting. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T 
dot com slash rebel parenting. God bless rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us. And we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.